mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. American Glutton Podcast has a Patreon. Do you hate commercials? Well, we've got a Patreon. Do you want bonus episodes? That's on the Patreon. Do you want to hang out and chat in our Discord channel? That's part of the Patreon, too. We even have an option where you can leave me voicemails. All on the Patreon. So check it out today. Patreon.com slash American Glutton. We have a Patreon. Hi, I'm Ethan Suplee. Welcome to American Glutton. Outside of acting, my two favorite things to do are diet and eat. I have a very complicated relationship with food, and on this podcast, we're going to talk about all of it. Food as entertainment. Food as sport. Food as fuel. I'll talk to experts and the average person, just like you and me. I hate to ask you to do anything, but if you're enjoying the show... Please take a moment to like, subscribe, rate, review, all of the above on whatever app you're getting it from. American Glutton is brought to you by Trifecta. Trifecta is the perfect tool for diet and maintenance adherence. It reduces time, thought, and effort in making sure I am never without the food I need to succeed. Go to www.trifectanutrition.com slash American Glutton, where you will get 40% off your first order. Today on American Glutton, I'm joined by Issa Welly, nutritional therapist and well-being coach. She believes that living your best life is totally different for everyone. She doesn't believe in a one-size-fits-all diet or workout plan or having the perfect body or lifestyle. Today, she is going to share how she helps people achieve a lifestyle that encourages an inner shift so they can actually create and live their best lives. You can find her on Instagram at Issa Welly. Issa Welly, welcome to the American Glutton Podcast. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. (laughs) You are a nutritional therapist. I am indeed. This sounds so wild and awesome to me. What does that mean? (laughs) I mean, I guess it's another way of saying nutritionist. Um, 
it's the same thing, you know, like I, essentially I help people eat better and use food in a way as a medicine to heal themselves. Uh, I work with, I mainly work with women that are exhausted and tired and have a whole, a whole range of little symptoms, but eventually when you look closer, it's a burnout. It's the body kind of falling apart a little bit saying I need help. But I also work, if I work just with nutrition, I also work with clients that have had cancer that have had, let's say a little bit more serious pathologies or recurrent illnesses. So really it's, I'm trained to use food to support, um, to support my clients to better health. So that's pretty much what you should Look, I find it really amazing because I, when I, when I picture in my head, nutritionist, I picture somebody going, this is what you eat. End of story. And when I think about a nutritional therapist, I think about a conversation and yeah. the ability for me to go like, you know, I really wanted to eat a donut today yeah. and like, and you might help talk me off that ledge or, or whatever it is. Like it just oh, yeah, seems exactly. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you really nailed it. Um, I probably will tell you, well, have the donuts and why do you want to have it? Like, how does it feel? Is there like a healthier donuts? Can I teach you how to make another one? <laughs> right. Which is, which is more conversational. I mean, yeah. look, in, in fairness, I don't know what the, I, I don't know exactly what the job of a nutritionist is. I'm not a nutritionist. I've never done that. But, but when I read a book that says this is the way a human being should eat, which there are lots of books that say lots of different versions of that. I just imagine a nutritionist going like, no, I ascribe to this book and therefore I'm going to tell you to eat more legumes or less animal products or do you know what I think? I think that then becomes an individual thing to us, you know, um, nutritional therapists and nutritionists as well, dietitians. There are differences between us in the way we train, especially dietitians and us. But me personally, nutritional therapy with the background in naturopathy, it's very much we co-create together you and I, it's tailored to you how you're going to eat, what makes you feel better. I help you uncover that. I don't really tell you what to do because you know, right? You know, you just don't know how to get around it, how to maintain it, how to be consistent. You don't have that accountability. You don't have the tools, the tips. Uh, You don't have the, the scientific knowledge, but you know, you know, you know that sugar makes you feel a certain way. Vegetables make you feel a certain way. Do you know what I mean? So I think in nutritional therapy, we very much more, it's like a co-creation. We are together in this. Let's have the chat. Let's make it work. And you'll come back to me and say, this is not working. And we'll figure out why. It's not, here's your meal plan. You know, I think dietitians are very much more like that. Here's your meal plan. This is it. Boom. See you later. Right. <laughs> where did where did you go off and i'm going to yell at you about that or make you feel bad and then hopefully you won't do that again exactly like, i think that's amazing i am uh you know i've done lots of different diets and um have been able to lose weight on lots of them and and have had my ups and downs uh and regained weight lots of times I don't like, there's no part of me that likes saying to a person, this is what you should do. I'm just not interested in it. So I think that that 
is amazing that there's a whole field where it is like, I'm going to help you figure out what's right for you. That's so awesome. Yeah. 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 I think, I, I just think it doesn't work, but even be, even as a nutritional therapist, and I'm also a, a coach. So I have a coach, a training um, as a health and wellness coach. So that part of my work is to uncover a little bit more the why and make you progress. So that complements really well my job because I give you the plan. We have a conversation, but before you even go off, we've already tackled the challenges you're going to meet along the way, Right whether it's your partner that has, you know, a different lifestyle. <laughs> I don't know. You are a mom and you have all these kids to cook for and you're tempted. So we already uncover that. And for me, that's why I, I really, really love what I personally do because having worked, having done just the nutrition side without the mindset, without the uncovering the challenges, even in the nutritional therapy, having this conversation with people, they still sometimes come back and say, yeah, but along the way there was this, this, this problem. So you do have to dive in a little bit deeper and understand a little bit of the behavior, what's happening, you know, what are they, what's likely to happen? Not that you know everything in advance, but, you know, be really supportive. And that's, that's my favorite part of my work. And also that's where I get the most results, you know, yeah. and there's no way you can tell one person, we're also different, like your DNA, like everybody's different. Like even I see my partner, he's um, Italian. <laughs> Honestly, we eat, we eat all our meals together, but we eat so differently, but the same meal, but you know, it's just, we're not built the same. I'm from West Africa in Togo. I was born and raised in Africa with African food and he's born with Italian foods. And it's just, I couldn't eat the way he eats. I would be, Honestly, I'll be ill. Like, I'll be like, how much gluten kind of person? Like, <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> I couldn't, you know? Same for him. He can't eat all of our food. Like, it's just a lot. So there's just so much that comes into telling someone and supporting someone to a better health. Like, you can't just be like, oh, like, have this. I don't even know what people tell people. These quinoa bowl and these fruits and off you go. It's like, no, where are you from? Like, like what's happening? Like, would you like eating? Like, what, like what's the deal? And, and I like getting into the what's the deal part of the yeah. thing, you know? Like, get in. I love it. I love what you're saying, too. Um, going back to where you're talking about the things that can come up. I think that a person going into any kind of... Uh, whether it be they want to be able to run a marathon or they want to lose weight or any kind of physical goal that somebody sets, it's it would be wise, I believe, to sit down and figure out all of the barriers that they might encounter and mm. then recognize, to your point, that you're never going to figure them all out. New ones are going to crop up and you have to have some way to deal with that as you yeah. go, you know, so yeah. I, I and they think it's such a great idea to have somebody to talk to, to talk through. Yeah. Things. And the better as with everything. And I'm sure you agree with me. If you've done any diet or any, anything in your life that you found challenging you, the more prepared you are here, <laughs> the better. Right. And you're never going to be completely ready, but the more prepared in the sense of, I know myself, I know this is a weak spot. I might leave this for a second. I might go this way. The more prepared you are, the more you know about yourself, the 
easiest it is to navigate those situations because I think food is easy. I think food is amazing. It can be easy, but it can be so complicated for some people. And, and for sometimes all of us at different points of our lives, and it just sometimes requires a little bit more attention and knowing ourselves and understanding, okay, what relationships do I actually have with food? And I think a lot of the time um, people aren't, they aren't that aware that they actually don't know. They think, oh, yeah, I am cool, but they actually don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, okay. That's literally, as you're saying this, I'm thinking like, sometimes the person it's most difficult to be honest with is yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Like I have, there's been so many times Issa, where I've gone into a diet going, like, I don't have to think about anything. It's going to be fine. And three days later I've failed and I'm like, what happened? And then I just brush it all off. You know, it's kind of easy for me to like take this problem in my life and utterly occlude it and not pay attention to it at all it's more difficult to like pull it to the forefront and go, I want to examine this and I want to mm -hmm. deal with it. That's mm -hmm. difficult. That's deep. That's hard. That shit is hard. And not just with food, with everything in life. And I personally know, and if I, you know, I, I like, I love self-development. I love, you know, as a human growing and learning. And I feel like it's, it's part of my job as a nutritional therapist, as a coach to keep growing for us and learning before going and supporting others. If not, it just wouldn't work. But so many times in my life, especially in business and funny enough, it's always either business or health related. I, I was like, wow, you are lying to yourself. Like this is not going to work. <laughs> and it didn't work. And, and I've learned so much by sitting down and, and pulling myself together and, and being like, okay, cool. Like what's happening? But sometimes it can take me months. I know what's happening. I know something is up. I know I'm not feeling well. I know it. I can see it. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> like it's just that. And then eventually I can't take it anymore. Right. Like I'm at the point where, okay, this is it. I can't take it anymore. And then I have to go and do the work, whatever that work is, whether it's like being honest with myself, journaling, reviewing the diet, the business plan or whatever, acknowledging my mistakes and saying, okay, you're not perfect. That's fine. But let's deal with it. You know, like, or get a coach, or, okay, whatever it is. And, and I agree. It's not, it's not easy. And I never tell my clients, Come work, come work with me. It's gonna be like woo, roses and petals. It will be easier because you have me to hold you accountable and hold that space for you, so you don't, you know, go on a tangent. And you've committed, you've invested your time, your money. So I know you're gonna show up. So that's my job to hold this space. But alone, it's it's hard. Yeah. yeah. And do you find that? And and just from your experience, have have you seen that it's people seem to be better off if they take a minute and confront these things and look at these things before they begin versus like getting into the middle of some journey and having not really looked at stuff and you're trying to like white knuckle your way through it. I, I think in general, it really depends. This comes to a personality thing. Um, and I think it's kind of 50, 50, if I'm honest with you, like it's really a personality thing. I think, some people are, it's not like a thicker skin. Some people are made to fight when they are in the thick of it. 
Right. This is where they're going to get the clothes out of the ground. I'm making this happen. This is going to work for me. Let's go. What the hell? I didn't see this, but we're going to make it work. And some people absolutely hell no. They will crumble and leave it. They work best if they figure the things out and then slowly they start the journey, right? So I feel I feel like that's a 50-50. Really depends on the personality of the person. When I work with my clients, I always, before I start working with anybody, we have like a long, like, like a long, a 30, 45 minute call. And that's one of the calls where I used to like intuitively get to know them and see, okay, who, who is this person? And I ask them the question. I'm like, so if I ask you a cheeky question, be honest with yourself. Like, are you someone who follows through? Are you someone who gives up? And they laugh, but they, a lot of the time be honest. And I do use that answer to then build the plan, the way I'm going to start. Like the first session, we're working on the challenges or, okay, we're going in, she's ready. She's like, <laughs> she's a panther. She's, she's going to get this. Yeah. You know, no matter what happens, she will show up, you know? Um, so that's kind of part of my work as a coach to sort of start seeing that a little bit right from the get go and help them navigate the situation. But it really is uh, depend depending on the personality, you know, depending yeah. really depends. Yeah. Now. Okay. With, with women and, and, um, I, I don't really think I truly understand women. I have a wife. I have four daughters. I'm going to have a granddaughter soon. So I'm surrounded by women. I, I admire women very much. I know for as a man who was overweight most of my life, I had a lot of um, self-shame. But when I look at society as objectively as I can, to me, it appears that women carry the lion's share of um these kind of uh, ideas of what they should look like less so than men do. Like, I think it's somewhat more excusable for a man to be overweight in society. I'm not saying that this is my opinion. This is yeah, just yeah, my observation. I um, I and I cannot imagine the burden that that must play, especially in this day and age. Like I understand, I mean, I can understand. And again, this is not my ideal. Yeah, but if, if we go to a, a place in history where it was like the woman's job is to make the home and and uh, be presentable for the husband, right? We clearly are not in that today. We have yeah. women who are well, depending where in the world, but let's say in the West, we aren't. In the West, but sure. Think, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, it's funny you say that because on my podcast, I have a podcast in one of the very first episodes, I talk about why I believe diets don't work and what to do instead and body positivity and all these things. And one of the things I, I talk about is what we look like, the pressure we put on ourselves. And I was picking Adele, the singer, as, a, as an example. When she came back, she looked, I thought she looked sensational. Me too. I was like, yes, girl. I think I was like, what? And, and she looked so fun. proud. She'd like accomplished something. She was radiant. Yeah. And she still looked fantastic. But the comment she got, I was like, God, we have so, and, and more importantly, from women, right? I was like, we have so much work to do in how we perceive ourselves, our body size, and other women perceive themselves. And, and like the whole thing is so complicated. And I think, and I, and I say that in my podcast, like I'm, I when it comes to from body type, people would say I'm from like a, a privileged body type. I'm thin. I used to be a model. I used to be a professional dancer. So I'm like a size like 
like in UK, I'm a size eight, which is maybe like a four in America, something. So I'm, I'm small, like I'm tiny. But I explained that this is in the West for a woman, for an African woman who's grown up in Togo and raised, I, I'm not, I'm not the beauty standard. And I you're abnormally small, right? I am normally small. And I have something, I've had something about it for ages. Like I don't necessarily feel the most confident when I'm home and everybody's like, do you know what I mean? Like I secretly low key would love to be a little bit bigger. Like it's, it just, it, we never, we have so much pressure on what we've been taught and we carry that. And for me, where I'm from, it's like, you're very thin. And my sisters are bigger than I, they're curvy. And do you know what I mean? They get all the attention and I'm like, no, little like, <laughs> and then when, when I'm in the West, it's like, oh my God, your body is amazing. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> it's that constant battle and it's taken me years. And I mean, and I was a dancer and a model. So you can only imagine the pressure to stay stick thin, especially 15 years ago. Um, it's taken me years to work around it and it's a constant work. And I'm always like, you look great at any size. It's fine. Whether you're home in Africa or you're here, you look new. And but it's 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 work for us and it's a constant work and it, it's a constant acceptance work for us women. It's a burden we carry and we just have to be aware and honest with ourselves, especially when another woman triggers us and just remember okay, what does that mean? Do I need help? Because that's that's what I see a lot online. And that really, really annoys me, if I'm honest. You know, like these women that will claim, oh, body positivity. They see someone that's like larger. And if you see someone is smaller, oh, like you're too thin, or I'm allowed to make a comment. I'm like, no, we can't do that. Right. It doesn't, it's got to work both ways, right? It's got to work both ways. And if someone comes back looking amazing, Either way, what does it have to do with you? And if you're triggered, what does that mean? But that's your responsibility. And I just think in the world at the moment, on any topic, any topic, we're not taking responsibility as individuals or how things are triggering us. You might say something that may trigger me before I even think about it. Is it my issue or is it his? I'm like are you like I'm vomiting something at you and I just found that really hard and I think at the moment when it comes to body positivity women we still have so 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 much work to do yeah so much work work. and it is odd because with the Adele thing and I'm obviously nowhere near as famous as Adele but I've been on television shows and I had a few guys contact me and say man growing up watching you on tv you made me feel more comfortable about myself. Mm. And, and now that you've lost weight, and there's a lot of people who have said, now that you've lost weight, you're inspiring me, which is fine. But there've been a few that have said like, now that you've lost weight, you've kind of turned your back on this uh, feeling you gave me as a kid. And I'm just like, this is too much for me to process. I had, I wanted to change. I'm happier now and I can't hold this idea on my back that uh, people should be nice to overweight people. I agree with that idea, but it, it like I found that what they did with Adele, people got angry. Like people were oh, so yeah. angry with her. And it's so much to carry, isn't it? I, I you just feel like, oh yeah, I understand having somebody who is utterly praised and 
and beautiful and bigger. And so she represents that to a bunch of other people who can identify with her. I get that. But when she changes, I don't think that if, you know, she clearly didn't change because online bullies told her to. And what now that online bullies are telling her her change is not good, she should change back. Like the whole thing to me, Uh, it's mental gymnastics to try to figure out what the uh, rightness is there. Yeah. But I think, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. And and I just, I can't imagine you feeling that responsibility. Like am I responsible for every single person on the planet? Because that's probably what it feels like, you know, like being in your place or in Adele. And I just, I just feel like, wow, where, where do we go from here? But I think we've got to, with someone like you, you just have to let it go and make sure you're doing what feels right for you, you know, um, but yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I, I will say I, I appreciate and I like the pressure to now maintain what I've done that, yeah. I, that I find to be helpful. I also love being able to have conversations with people like you because, you know, like um, it, it, it becomes this slightly tricky thing, right? Like I had real compulsive and addictive type uh, relationship with food. And I can't just quit eating. Like I also had similar bad relationships with drugs and alcohol and that I just stopped doing, but I can't like sever my relationship with food. And so it's good to be able to check in with people and talk to people like you who are inspiring and have really insightful things to say because it keeps me in the present with it. In the present. Yeah. And I think you really nailed it that it's doing what feels right for you, what maintains you in that path of growth, because what you're doing or what you just said is I'm becoming the best version of myself. It's not easy, but I want to hold that space for myself, you know? And yeah, of course, every now and then, unfortunately, as a public person, someone who puts themselves out there, like an actor being on TV, etc., you will get those people giving you the comment because I guess it comes with the job, like they say, even though I hate when people say that, I'm like, I don't want that part, <laughs> right? It comes with the job to, when you put yourself out there, when you expose yourself, like you're being vulnerable, people will tell you whatever the thing it's okay to say, but the important thing and what, what inspire us in public figures is the fact that they want to be the better, the best versions of themselves. And we're like, oh, my God, that's so inspiring. I'm going to, yeah, me too. Like, oh, wow. And they hold that space. And, and, yeah, it's not easy. But, but yeah, well done. Because as we said a few minutes earlier, it takes a lot to, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. I swear so of much. Of course, no, me. please swear. <laughs> but, you know, one day, I can't remember if it's Liz Gilbert or... Brene Brown, but I think it's Liz Gilbert. I was looking at, a, I was listening to a podcast. So she was on a on a show with Marie Folio, and she said she doesn't know anybody that has grown or changed without them looking at their own shit. And I that really, I, it was five six years ago, and I, that really hit something in me. And I thought, yeah, you're not going to change if you're not aware of your own crappy habits, your own shit show, the lies you make to yourself if you don't look at yourself and and go for it. You know what I mean? And that's what we were saying earlier. It's the hardest. But once you do that first step, you're like, okay, cool. That, that's the hardest. It's like, <laughs> this is it. This is and, me. <laughs> and I, I mean, in that context, I think it's amazing that when 
whenever there's like a mob coming for Adele, it's like, guys, every one of you should step back and look at your own shit. And before you say a word to Adele or anybody else, you know what I mean? Like, what are yeah. you, what are you doing besides yelling at somebody on the internet? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so last year I did, I released a program. I, um, so I teach Pilates as well. And I did, a, I, I do a lot of Pilates courses and things like that. And I did a program for a Pilates course for weight management. And I've never really done anything in the weight management because I've, you know, what I like working on is gut health and energy and like, you know, self-development and all of that. But I wanted to do that because it was, I was seeing more and more clients that were struggling with that. And I wanted to have a, a lower cost offer that people could just buy and learn the principle of like eating for longevity and to gain a healthy body weight. It wasn't like, oh, a diet. It was just like those kind of like tips or like guidance, you know. And some of the emails I got, I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I'm so disappointed in you. And I was thinking, who are you? Who are these people? Like, what? Oh my God, because it was focused on weight loss. Yes. Yeah. I'm so disappointed that you're creating content for weight loss. And I was like, I'm not a blogger or an influencer or a random person from the freaking internet. I'm a nutritional therapist. I have a job. I have a duty. If I'm seeing a lot of people overweight and I'm getting the request, I'm going to put it out there. Right. It's just it, like, I don't really, I didn't even know. I didn't even respond to these emails because I was a bit, at first I was like, oh shit. Because you do, you feel like, oh God, have I, oh, like you're a bit like, but then I thought, no, hell no, this is it. This is happening. We're not going to shy away. And if you feel triggered, you either unfollow or you ask yourself, why do I feel triggered by a nutritional therapist, an actual professional, right? A Pilates teacher putting content that can actually really, really help people. I'm not telling you to lose weight. No, but you're saying, <laughs> here's a tool. If you want here's to. Here's a tool. I didn't come and beat you in your living room. I'm putting it out there because there is a need for it, right? Um, but yeah, it's it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's so tricky sometimes. And you just have to, when you're online, it's like, sometimes I feel like I've got to walk on eggshells, which I'm not really good at. Like, oh, oh, is this person, <laughs> this person's going to be happy. Is this okay? But we got to do what we got to do. Is what I think. It's so tricky because at the end of the day, it really just is about language. And suddenly like, um, listen, I don't, I don't drink a lot of this stuff, but mm -hmm. I do occasionally like a diet soda once mm -hmm. in a while. It's a treat for me. I drink yeah. it. I, I drink it. And I recognize like, if I start to drink too many of these and I'm not drinking enough water, this is not a, this is not a good plan for me, but I have a diet soda and they've removed from many brands here the word diet and now it's just zero sugar it's exactly the same but the yeah. word diet is upsetting to people yeah and i'm like diet in its purest sense of the word just means what we eat yeah can we not even use a word to represent that without yeah. upsetting people the whole thing is yeah. crazy it's crazy. Do you know what? I, I do feel like that. And sometimes I, I, I wonder, I'm like, am I being not compassionate enough? What is it? And I think, I think 
so many people, especially women, we've been told for so many years and years and years, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. You gotta be like the stick thing blonde, like, you know, that person that I think people are just easily triggered now. There's a lot of healing to do, you know? So you have the people healing and they're like, no, I can't, I can't deal with that. I can't see diet anymore. Like, I've, especially like people that were like maybe in the twenties, in the eighties, twenties, thirties, in the eighties, you know, right. Exactly. Where like diet Coke and all these things. And like, I think for that generation, it's, it's harder. I think that's it's yeah. I mean, okay. there's so well, much. <laughs> this is, this is the beautiful thing about what I, what you were talking about a minute ago in regards to this, because I believe at least that like, if you have somebody who's tried and failed at many diets, the whole idea of weight loss, especially for women you're talking about where they're tired and their energy is low and they're stressed out. If you, if you, if you, if you go like, we're not even going to we're not restricting food. We're just going to fix your relationship with it. Find food that makes you feel better. And you don't have to worry about weight loss at all. You don't have to worry about restricting portions. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about how you feel after you eat sugar or how you feel after you eat a, a very fatty meal. Like, like yeah. your, your partner, you're talking about Italians. There's a region in Italy where they all have a uh, uh, cholesterol like around 300. I'm so jealous of these people because mm -hmm. they can eat that. They can have high cholesterol. They're eating pork and pasta and they're fine. Nothing. Mm -hmm. There's no there's no heart disease there or very yeah. little. And I go like, I know from my family history, when we go above a certain like normal threshold of yeah. cholesterol, it's a disaster. So. Yeah. This whole idea, don't you find that when people start to do that and mm -hmm. they actually get a handle on food that gives them energy, food that makes them feel good, that I. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com weight loss is a byproduct or yeah. a, 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 the next step. 
100%. I think, and I think you're really sorry, you've really nailed it there. There are two things. There's exactly what you're saying in the sense of, okay, let's see how you use food, how it makes you feel, the relationship you have with it. Are you excited to eat? Is it a punishment? Is it, how do you feel when you're about to eat? Like, what is your favorite food? How come? What is it related? What is it linked to? Does that make you feel like when you were younger? There is that part of it that is so important. And when you teach people, like, well, you have this thing where I said, okay, after you finish eating, do you feel like expensive? Like, oh, okay. Or do you feel like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was how I felt all the time after I ate. Yeah, right. And you know, you we it doesn't need you don't need to need you don't need to have any nutrition knowledge to know. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I need to sleep, I need a nap, I'm at the desk and I'm literally like struggling to keep my eyes open, or I've just eaten that. Oh, I feel a bit of a sass, I'm ready to go. That's how we want you to feel, and that's how you want to feel most of the time, right? And I think you really say that that's one of the things. The second thing I would say that I see a lot, especially with the women I work with, is a lot of the time, and I'm thinking about this lady I worked with last year. She was like, I'm trying to lose weight. It's not working. I'm like, you know, and when we started working together, because I have a three-month program, it's called a Body, Mind, Soul Reset, when she came to me and we started working together the first two weeks, I was able straight away to help her see, because I could see it, but it's not the point. It's not about me. It's about you seeing what's happening. See how her habits were hindering her, were causing her to pick certain foods, the lack of structure, the working till no time, 10 p.m., the stress of work, the fee- like there was so much that were coming into play. I didn't even need to talk about food. I couldn't even talk about food yet because I was like, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> There's a whole situation here, right? And a lot of the time you can give a great diet or a great nutritional advice to someone who is willing, who wants to do, who's ready to go for it. But there's just so much stress. There's a lack of structure. There's no routine. There's no knowledge. It's just there's there's a shit show happening. We need to sort through that first. You know what I mean? And that can be as easy as helping people set a little bit of a routine. Not like the full on, like, oh, that I wake up and I don't know, I do something. <laughs> I breathe, not all of that, just a simple, I've got 20 minutes for myself in the day to just breathe and just be here and just stare at the wall. Just that, being mindful a little bit so that when I go to eat, I don't just pick what I see because I'm so stressed, I can't even deal. Right? And like, I stop and I'm like, oh, is that gonna make me feel good? Is that gonna make me feel shit? You know, and it's just those things are so important when 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 it's happening, you know, it doesn't happen all the time. But I say good 80 percent when someone is struggling with the diet, they just have they don't have those nutritional habits down. There is a there is a reason for it. And yeah. often it's, it's just a lot of going on and you've got to sort through that first. And 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 it becomes easy to follow whatever, you know. And then they lose weight or the gain weight or they feel better. They reach the goal they wanted because your body always, our bodies are so like amazing. Like I'm obsessed with our bodies. I'm so grateful with mine, even though I've put it through so much shit <laughs> through the years. I'm like, oh my God, I love you so much. You're still here. But they're so intelligent. If you give them what they need, they will be 
who they need to be. Like you will get, you will be in your healthy body weight. If you give your body what it needs, it's always about the whole environment. If your body is full of toxins, your hormones are completely out of whack. It's a, it's a shit show. It's a stress, you know, heavy metals also is going in your body. You can do any diet you want and nothing's going to happen. You ain't going to get no results. The environment, it's like, it's not working. You got to declutter. Okay. What's happening here? What, what nutrient is missing? Okay. Let's give this as get rid of this. Okay. There's too many heavy metals. There's a mercury infection. Okay, cool. Like you got to get to the root of the, of, of the issue. And Often we fatigue, burnout, energy, weight loss that people have been dragging for years. We've got to start there, got to declutter and build the foundation and make the environment, make their body ready to go, ready to fight for themselves, right? Before you even start thinking about, you know, a diet, like a supplement, like, a, like some dramatic stuff. You say, what is happening in your body first? Like, let's have a look. And that's where you usually do testing. And I, I love that and, and spend hours talking to people about their journey how do you get here how do you feel oh you have these symptoms interesting have you ever done this blah 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 like that's that's so so important and i think that's the key to getting really good results like in the long term it takes more time but that's where you get the results the thing you know i love this i love this idea because i do think that um you know a lot anybody who was like me you just ran your body into the ground, either rapidly losing weight, rapidly gaining weight, or beating yourself up on the mm. on the in between those times where you're just playing this game of like shame and I'm bad and I'm wrong and all of yeah. this. And you get to the point where it is you're just fatigued and you have a bad relationship with yourself. So mm. the idea of like, hold on, let's not even think about weight loss. Let's. Yeah figure out how we can just feel better today. Right. Uh And then we'll think about that other stuff down the line in a way that it's not going to be so super stressful because up until very recently or the last few years, every diet I ever did was just extreme stress on top of me already feeling stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. And then it ended with now I'm in the regain phase, right? Where I'm, yeah. I, you know, I got a month looking the way I do and feeling a little bit better about myself, but I'm just mm-hmm. going to pile on weight, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Not a good cycle. No, it's not. And it's damaging for our mental health. And that's when we lose confidence a lot of the time. You know, I struggled. So when I was a professional dancer, I used to be a professional dancer for years i'm talking over 10 years and i was mainly a touring dancer so i was i went on tour with kylie minogue and take that i've worked with a lot of artists american artists as well here in the uk and one of the things that um i really struggled with through my career was my gut health so in all honesty i didn't look after myself i didn't know how to look after myself i didn't have the data that if i ate haribos and shit and tequila and club sandwiches and never slept it will eventually 10 years down the line catch up with me because it's not sustainable for my body um i really struggle with a lot of gut health and one of the big struggles i've had is candida overgrowth of candida in my gut oh my god the biggest frustration ever and that has caused so many different health issues in my body like a lot of things and 
I've done so many candida diets through the years. Candida diet is the hardest thing, I think. You know, you essentially you eat no freaking sugar. Like bread, like like anything sweet, even fruit is like limited. And I've done this diet many times, and many times I have found it so hard mentally. And then after three, four times, it wasn't working anymore because I lost the confidence. First, it didn't work. I because it didn't work, and also because I wasn't really following through anymore. I wasn't seeing the result, but it was such a stress. I was mentally depleted. I was like, I can't keep doing this thing. Like something has to happen. And eventually, of course, I then went to nutritional therapy school and got the knowledge. I understood my body was, it was a mess. I had a lot of things going on, like toxins, things I didn't even think about, things doctors and people didn't tell me. It's when I did a deep detox, deep, deep, and it wasn't even food related. It was just like herbs to clean my body. Then my body stopped clearing candida on its freaking own, on its own. <laughs> Something I've been trying to heal for six years, right? Because eventually I understood, okay, let's go back to the root cause. Why do you have these things? Yes, you've eaten terrible for 10 years, but it can't be just that. Like, why is your body not adjusting, right? What is happening? And going back to that was really what helped my body like become stronger, like building, rebuilding that environment and sorting things out a little bit that, and now it's, it's much easier, you know, it's re it's much easier. So always for me is, was a personal lesson. And it's also something I've learned at school. If you don't know the root cause of something, you're going to just go in a circle, go in a circle, go in a circle until you feel stressed, tired, exhausted, and you've lost complete confidence. And a lot of the time, that's when people give up. They completely give up on their health. They're like, do you know what? And I get it. I get it. I get it. I've tried for 10 years. I'm, I'm done. It's not working. Yeah. Right? But no one, if you don't have the knowledge, not everybody goes to nutrition school or whatever, that we have not looked at the root cause of your issue, especially with things like acne, for example, which I see a lot, right? And people will go and buy the cream and the doctors will tell them it's this and that. I've worked with people and I'm like, Babe, your liver is not working. <laughs> Sorry, but all these, you know, med medications you're taking is actually making it worse. We need to go back to the root cause and understand what's happening. Look through each, you know, system in your body. Um, so for me, it's always been a, a lesson. I always come back to every time I work with someone, no matter how small the symptom is or how simple it appears to be i never go and say here's the pill go take your supplement i'm like cool why why is that happening i'm constipated why are you constipated well it's always been like that well no you're not born constipated let's go back to it oh it was 10 years ago when i traveled okay what happened then what was happening in your life that's the deal do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i think what i'm hearing and and i utterly agree with you is that i think people can get onto a plan that isn't going to be incredibly taxing. It might not be the fastest plan from mm -hmm. point A to point B, but the point isn't just getting to point B because maybe you extend point B and you go like, what do you want your life to look like your whole life rather yeah. than like, I want to fit into this dress in three weeks. That's a different plan. Like, okay. Yeah. But you recognize that, in four weeks or five weeks, you may no longer fit in the dress. So yeah, let's go back. 
and you're going to be miserable. It's going to be stressful. It's going to be a really rough three weeks. It's like, how do we reorganize your life so that every day is okay and doable? There's going to be effort. It's going to be hard work, but it's not going to be a nightmare and and you can feel better. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly that. But you know what? It's um, I think we live in a society now where we're used to take a pill and feel better. Right. And I think a lot, a lot and a lot of people that I speak to that I don't necessarily work with them because when they're still at that stage of, you know, I'll get an email. This is how I feel. I want that. Do you think we can do that in three sessions? And I'm like, "Mm, no, (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I want money. I want to earn more money. I want more clients, but I don't do that. (laughs) I just, I don't do that. You know, like I don't do magic pill. I'm actually against the magic pill because there are no freaking magic pill. Um, People are used to that. They want a quick, fast result, and people do not want to work. A lot of people don't want to put in the work. They just yeah. want to feel good now, just now. And it's like, no, there is no such a thing. You can't build a business in a day. I don't care what manifestation, manifesting power you have. You can't heal a gut that's tired in a day. You can't lose a weight that you, you've put on for years in a day. It's just ain't going to freaking happen. You've got to sit yourself down, be patient, let go of the, the, the pressure, the result, the this, this time, and just allow your body to come into its balance. And that's that. You know what I mean? But a lot of people fail to understand that. They just want the magic pill, the one, the doctor to give them something, numb the pain, and off we go. And am I blaming them? No, I'm not, because I, I it's, it's just what our society has taught us. That's where we are. And it takes a while to shift and to understand. And I hope that more and more people will understand that it's a journey. Like it's, it's a journey. You can't just, it's a journey, a diet appeal. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Even, even as a kid, uh, you know, going back to the eighties or even, yeah, the eighties really was when it began, but, but even then it was like, I want a three month solution and then I'm done. I'm mm-hmm. out. I never want to think about it again. That was kind of yeah. the biggest block. I, I would much rather had a 30 day solution, but like with my parents, I'd go like, okay, three months, I'll do your diet for three months. Mm-hmm. Now with Twitter and the internet and like, you can only mm-hmm. get a video that's a maximum one minute long and yeah. every, and a tweet is 250 words and we're only reading headlines and, you got to tell me everything about the article because the rest behind a paywall and who wants to pay for that? And it's like, yeah, our attention spans have shrunk. So like three months is too long. Give me a two week diet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or just a diet yeah. for today. I want to lose all the yeah. way today or take your magical pill. And like, do I believe there could one day be a magical pill? Maybe, but Right now, I just worry about what are all the unintended consequences that would come with this magical pill? Like, we're not even thinking about that. What are the unintended consequences about figuring out how to feel great today with Mm. the circumstances you live in today? To me, there are no. Like, if we really examine that, there's no unintended consequences. We feel great. That's the end product. Yeah, yeah. Versus some unknown, because I know they are working on magical pills right now. And that's oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't even want to hear. I I'm know. Like nervous. I am sure. But do you think 
what do you think has been, do you think social media is the only thing to blame for that? Do you think social media, I think it's one of the biggest causes, but I genuinely want to know, like from, you know, someone like you, what do you think has been the biggest, like maybe cause, like what has caused us to be so freaking impatient? Is it because we compare ourselves to someone that we see online oh my god like like what what is it what what do you think the the reality is i've become more patient but i've done a lot of the stuff that you're talking about where i've realized that um short-term weight loss is utterly meaningless to me i am really generally focusing on every day i want to feel as good as i can if I went to the gym and felt like crap afterwards, I, the gym is done. The gym is done. The minute I don't feel better, I'm going to the yeah. gym because I feel better. I'm mm. eating the way I eat because it makes me feel better. Your analogy was spot on. I used to be in a, a food daze all day yeah. <laughs> and, and I want to eat something and feel ready to go do more. You know, yeah. like yeah. that's the goal to me. And I never had that before the way I was eating. I would wait a long time, get overly hungry, eat way too much and then feel sick or like I needed a nap or, you know, this whole thing of a food coma. I was in a food coma every day. And now it's like maybe on Christmas Day, I allow that to happen, but nowhere near as severe as I used to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, I think we've experienced and, you know, going through our, you know, health challenges, we, we've we learned the hard way that there is indeed no pills and no things like that. But sometimes I do get a little bit nervous and scared for our children and the next generation that are, that think that things are accessible so easily and that you can just click a finger and this is gone. And I'm like, Oh, hell no. Here we go. (laughs) Hell no. You got to go through that journey. And I think that's the beauty of it. Like I, I hate it. And I hate when I have like a gut flare or gut issue, but God, the journey, the personal growth, right. is taking me through the lessons I've learned and now how I can even use it as my work. Like it's, it's invaluable to me, you know, like, don't get me wrong. A few years ago, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> oh, someone give me a pill, someone help me. But now I'm like, God, I've learned this, I've learned that. I can really support someone else going through anything similar, you know, and I've grown, I've learned this and I understand this. And for me, it's invaluable. It's, it's actually part of the journey. Yeah. This is it. It's it's part of your journey. Like the universe, whether you believe in universe of God or a higher power, that's your journey. It's taking you somewhere to create your podcast to help thousands of people feeling inspired. That maybe was your <clears throat> do you know what I mean? That maybe was your thing, you know. You just you just don't know. But I do get a little bit nervous um and scared when I see emails or requests. Oh, I want to lose weight in a week, or I wanna, and I'm like, oh God. <laughs> Yeah. Tell you, but no, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, but I love. I think you're doing the very greatest service you can to these people. Where you're yeah. going, like, let's not even look at food. Let's look at your life and how do we just arrange your life to be more conducive to energy, right? Because yeah. yeah. I think that is a, a a problem for a lot of people. You know, I think a lot of people are not starting onto 
some journey that they might have in the back of their head as, as a desire because mm -hmm. they're so tired or they're so stressed out that it's yeah. like, how could I take on another hard thing in my already yeah. overly complicated life? And so I love that as a step one, like, let's just uncomplicate your life yeah. before we even think about food. Yeah, because, you know, like I see it like I, actually I would say probably the first, the very first step, the very first thing I see in people, a lot of people put their health. They don't realize that the health is the core of their life. Right. I said your health is, is the root of the tree. This is it. If you ain't got health, there's no you. It's as simple as that. But people, they, if I say that, you're like, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Like, if I'm sick, what am I going to do if I'm dead? Like, whatever. Like, yeah. But <laughs> in, in theory, it sounds like, yeah, of course. But in practice, many of us don't practice that. Our right. health, our life is not centered around our health. It's our life. And whatever I can feed myself, if I can sleep, if I'll make it work if I can grab a little sandwich. No, that's not prioritizing your health health if that's the thing that holds you together if that's the thing that makes you be freaking alive by the way you know like it's got to be oh okay I want to feel energized I want to feel this way this is my vision for myself this is the person I want to be so to be that person I want to be energized or I want to be calm I want to be grounded I want to be productive I'm building this big business right what do I eat to be that way yeah. what do I do what vitamins do I take and then my life follows through. Not, well, let me take on all these things and have no boundaries because so many of us have very poor boundaries. And then before we know, oh, God, it's 10 p.m., another takeaway. Let me grab a sandwich. Let me, do you know what I mean? Like, that's that's it. It's like, where do you actually, you want to feel better, but where do you where do you put your health? Like, some of my friends, they literally take the piss out of me. Like, they laugh at me because, oh, here she goes. Because I'm like, Who's cooking? What's gonna? What are we eating? These are my first questions. What's gonna be there? What is that? <laughs> right. That's like the main thing. They're like, "Are oh, you not excited about the actual thing?" I'm like, "Yeah, but what am I gonna eat like for the week? Like, what was the vibe? Like, I want to feel great. I want to enjoy my holidays." Yeah. And they like love. They're like, "Oh, here comes the wellness." Blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because for me, it's important to feel good. Right. If I feel good. I do good. I'm in a good mood. I support my client. I'm happy. It's great for my partner, <laughs> you know? Um, but a lot of us look at things the other way around or act the other way around, right? Life comes first. Everything comes first. And then if there's a little squeeze, teeny little space for to think about some sort of thing to eat or to sleep barely, then we'll do that, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Isa, I love it. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I could have talked to you for hours. This was great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and now for the Q&A. Today's question comes from Tom. Hi, Tom. Tom's question is about exercise. He says, why on some days do I feel like I'm really in the zone when I'm working out? And some days it feels like I'm just starting all over again and I'm walking through mud. I want that great feeling that you get every day, but sometimes I just feel awful and tired. Any advice? Thank you. Yeah. My advice on things to fix if you're feeling like crap in the gym are sleep, hydration, nutrition, and then like start to get into uh, nutrient deficiencies. Nutrition, I just mean like, have you eaten enough? 
And then it could be like electrolytes or, you know, are you deficient in some vitamin? You know, I think that's far rarer. I think the big culprits in those instances are like, you could be not giving yourself enough time off to recover from the gym. And there's a lot of stuff, a lot of these, um, I don't know how old Tom is. Does it say no? No, he didn't say. Anyway, there's um, a bunch of evidence that shows that when, as we get older, we need more time to recover. Literally, the way our body breaks down and uses protein to repair muscles takes longer. Um, And so, like, you know, for me, I'm usually three days apart from working out the same muscle group again. So like chest will be Monday, then Tuesday's legs, then Wednesday's back, then chest will be again Thursday. By the time I get to Thursday, my chest is ready to go. That's enough of a break. But then the whole week of exercise, you're accumulating fatigue that whole time. It's a lot of stress on the body. And so I need at least one day where I'm not exercising at all. I don't mean that I lay in bed and watch Netflix and eat Domino's pizza all day. I might take my dogs on a walk or, you know, have to go be forced to go shopping with my wife, which actually you get a lot of steps doing stuff like that. Um, (laughs) That's how I rationalize participating in um, an activity I'm so morally against. Mm -hmm. Uh, But so that's my rest day. There's no like there's no there's God for me again. This is when I am super fatigued in the gym. I just go like, holy smokes. Usually for me, it happens when I'm deep into my mesocycle. That's like a a block of training I have planned out. Usually it's four or five weeks. And then I know like I got to get a nice easy week to, to recuperate so that I can come back to the gym feeling refreshed. Sleep can mess you up in the gym. And then there's nutrition. Like I have to eat carbs around my workout. And I mean like before and after my workout or I don't feel great. Um, I don't know Tom's plan, but and, and, and if you're dehydrated, that can be a problem. Maybe you need electrolytes. Those are all my suggestions. But the, the ones I would really think about first are your, your overall accumulated fatigue. If you're, if you're like doing CrossFit every day, I just think at some point you're going to be burnt out. Right. Um, and, and I, I say CrossFit because you're kind of working out a lot of different muscle groups. I'm more taking three days at least in between muscle groups so that I can be as fresh as possible for them. Uh, I don't know how he's working out, but that that is really my suggestion. Yeah, no, that's really good. And those are little things that are not just little things. They're big things. And people, um, myself included, you, for, you can forget that stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, sometimes, and by the way, Paige, you came and stayed at my house and mm-hmm. um, like, I think you arrived late at night or early in the morning or something. And like three hours later, you were like, let's go to the gym. <laughs> And we did, and that's fine. Right. Right. And Brandy stayed home and like had breakfast and coffee like a human being. Mm -hmm. But like 
I think that's fine every now and again. If you're doing that like four days a week, it might not be worth it. Like it might actually be too much stress on the body to get the benefits that you're looking to get. Mm -hmm. No, 100%. I had a a thing I worked really late the other night um, on a job, very, very late, like into the middle of the night. And you know, I normally would set my alarm for six to get up because I go to a class at workout class at seven. And I was like, no, I need to sleep. What am I going to actually achieve? A, I was just so tired. You know what I mean? I don't think I would have gotten up anyway. But yeah, no, it's crazy. You you really do. Sleep is so important. Is it Ariana Huffington who talks? About, I mean, so many people talk about sleep, but I've heard her talk about sleep. And it's just like, it's crazy. It's such an under maybe as we get a little older we think about it more but there used to be almost this badge of honor in like i'm gonna get through this i only slept five hours who cares but it's just it you don't feel well you know what i mean it's not good for no, your long-term I mean, health it's the stupidest thing to do too yeah long-term health um that is when our brains recover mm-hmm. and our brains are like the switchboard for everything so like yeah. If you're trying to achieve something with your body, but you're not letting your brain have its its reset every night, it's going to be real hard to to game that, you know. Um, yeah. And and then you can't really make it up in the day. You got another shot the next night, but whatever reset you lost, you lost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like calories where like if I didn't eat enough today. I could eat a little more tomorrow and it'd be okay. It would, it would balance out over the course of the week. Sleep doesn't work like that. So yeah, that's an important one. And then I just think general fatigue in the body, if you're working out a lot and some days are better than others and you're looking for that good feeling, you know, maybe you have to look at what you're doing. And if you're doing something that is working out the same parts of the body every day, then you you might need to break it up or rearrange it in a different way. Yeah. All amazing points. Thank you. And maybe Tom can let us know. I would uh, love to know. By the way, you know, that's something we should do for one of these. I, I don't know that we've done that where they ask something and then we maybe get a little bit of a back and forth going. Yeah. So tell no, us, that would tell be us great. if any of this worked or tell us, no, you're dead wrong. Um <laughs> you know, I needed to work out harder, which I think is not what it is. Right. Exactly. Well, hopefully Tom will let us know. And if you have a question that you would like answered by Ethan on this podcast, please email it to us at americanglutton.net. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Glutton. I'm Ethan Suplee. You can follow us on Instagram at American Glutton Podcast. Sincerely. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.